In this episode, we talk about how to stop impulse buying. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to tackle a topic that we all struggle with. It's something we're all frustrated by, and we're all spending just a little bit too much money on, and especially this time of year, around October, November, December, like there are systems designed to get us to engage with this. So, of course, I'm talking about impulse buying, that little habit that we all just do without thinking by definition and end up at the end of the year with a bunch of stuff that we just don't need. This year's not going to be that way, though, because you have this episode. So this is going to be a super good one. We're going to talk about why we impulse buy and what we can do about it. Now, with that said, If you aren't sure where to get started in your personal development, let me give you my secret weapon. You ready? It's called Blinkist, and it's absolutely one of the best apps out there for helping people grow and improve. Blinkist gives you the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from over 3,000 nonfiction bestsellers in over 27 categories. Blinkist condenses them down into blinks, which you can read or listen to in just 15 minutes. It's simple, unique, and powerful, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Now, I personally spend a lot of time learning new things, random stuff that sometimes makes it into these episodes and sometimes doesn't. Blinkist has been a massive help to me in being able to do that consistently rather than spend hours going through every single book on the very wide range of topics that I want to learn about. I can check out the titles on Blinkist, go through a few blinks in 15 minutes each, and then decide which books I want to invest a bit more time into. Two books on Blinkist that I'd recommend is Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari and The Three-Minute Rule by Brant Pinvidic. And right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership and up to 65% off audiobooks, which are yours to keep forever. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to get 25% off a premium membership and a seven-day free trial. And don't forget 65%, up to 65% off on audiobooks. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps. In 2017, Americans spent $240 billion, that is twice as much as they'd spent in 2002, on goods like jewelry, watches, books, luggage, and telephones, according to the Bureau of Economic Analysis. Spending on personal care products also doubled over that time period. Americans spent on average $971.87 on clothes last year, buying nearly 66 garments according to the American Apparel and Footwear Association. That's 20% more money than they spent in the year 2000 when we adjust it for inflation. 
At the same time, Americans are taking up more space. Last year, the average size of a single family house in America was 2,426 square feet, a 23% increase in size from two decades ago, according to the Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies. The number of self-storage units is rapidly increasing as well. There are around 52,000 facilities nationally. Two decades ago, there were half that number. This kind of consumerism causes a lot of problems. The impact on the environment, the toll on our wallets, the increase in clutter, distraction, and the effects on our productivity. And what's worse is that all that buying doesn't necessarily help our overall happiness. A new item may bring you joy for a little while after you purchase, but soon a shinier, bigger, better model comes along to entice you. And in addition, and this is something we don't typically think about, Every time you buy something, no matter the cost, you are trading some percentage of your life away for that thing. Think about it. If you make $20 an hour and you work eight hours per day, before taxes, you're making $160 per day. That new iPhone, it costs about $1,000. That's 50 hours of work. 50 hours of your life traded for a phone that is going to be outdated next year. Guaranteed, because that's how Apple releases. Excuse my language, but doesn't that just piss you off? Why do we buy so much stuff anyway? Research shows that there are many reasons why we feel compelled to buy what we really don't need. And some of these reasons include buying provides a sense of security of the unknown. We get a rush of dopamine over the initial purchase. We feel the need to impress keeping up with the Joneses. Or we just want to have a kingdom of stuff because it makes us feel important. If we have all the nice new things and the shiny things, it makes us feel more important than maybe we actually are. And the one that we're going to talk about today is advertising and its effects on us. Now, first, let me make something clear. There is nothing wrong with advertising. In fact, I do it for this podcast, for the podcasts that are a part of my podcast network, for my own products. I spend money on ads all the time. There's nothing wrong with it. Businesses provide us with goods and services, many of which we need and can improve our lives greatly. Advertising, when done well, is really there to help us find products that can solve real problems that we struggle with. However, there is a lot of it. And for some reason, we all think that we're immune to the effects of advertising. 95% of consumers say ads don't affect their decisions, but the truth is that most of the effects of advertising happen within the subconscious, so you aren't even aware that it's happening. Every second, your senses are taking in a mind-blowing 11 million bits of information, but you're only aware of about 40 of those. Your conscious mind works on a need-to-know basis only. We believe that that ad for bounty paper towels didn't have an effect on us because we don't register the effect. But over at Bounty HQ, they know down to the number that if they run these ads to X number of people, some percentage of the people who watch those ads are X percentage more likely to buy bounty over the other brands. They know this down to the number. They have crunched the science, the statistics, the math on this. 
Advertising is a massively well thought out and effective business. In fact, to persuade us to buy their products and also solve the need to stand out above all the noise out there, many major corporations have begun to look at how the human brain can help them better understand consumers. It's called neuromarketing. Quote, neuromarketing loosely refers to the measurement of physiological and neural signals to gain insight into customers' motivations, preferences, and decisions, which can help inform creative advertising, product development, pricing, and other marketing areas. Basically, we're all being programmed like a computer to be receptive to ads without even knowing that we are receptive to ads. There are more brands than ever before spending on ads, and this is in part because there are more platforms than ever to run ads on. It's far more accessible. You could take $5 and go run an ad today. Put all of this together, and you have a recipe for massive boosts in consumer spending and consumption. So how do we deal with this? Well, here are a few ways to get your buying impulse under control this season. Number one, Push the pause button in your mind instead of the buy now button. Logically contemplate what draws you to that product in the first place. Was it the ad or do you actually need it? Like, do you need a third pair of these same boxers? Do you? Maybe. Maybe your other two ripped. Maybe you're not going to be able to, to replace them for a while. Maybe you really love those boxers. Or maybe it's because they ran an ad. It's not good or bad either way. You just have to know the truth. Number two, quiet your consumer brain. Take a deep breath and let the moment of absolutely having to have this shiny new thing pass. This is where meditation can help. This is where practicing the ability to be quiet, to experience and sit in quiet and to not chase everything that pops up for you can help massively in quieting that consumer brain and allowing you to chill for a second before taking action. Number three, make sure you know and understand that you cannot buy happiness. Happiness does not come from an item. If you're not happy now, nothing you will buy can change that. Now, a bit of a caveat to that, money can help. I don't believe that money doesn't buy happiness. Now, of course, after a certain point, it's kind of pointless. But if you are struggling, then having more money can significantly improve your happiness. We know this to be true. So it's not so much about, oh, I shouldn't chase money or I shouldn't do Like, it's not that. It's that any individual purchase you make is not going to by itself solve all of your problems. And then finally, do the things that will really make you happy. Much of our purchases are done to make us feel better. We just need to find another way to feel better. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe it's more time with friends. Maybe it's talking to our families. Maybe it's watching a movie. But whatever it is, there are other ways to feel better in this life that don't require us to spend enormous amounts of cash. And then one really tangible step that you can take today, this is something I try to do with most purchases, is to implement a two-day rule, which is that if you are making a purchase that isn't an absolute necessity, Wait two days before purchasing. Doing this can remove you from the initial impulse and allow logic to take over. So let's look at the big takeaways here. Chances are when you're buying stuff, you are really just chasing happiness. Corporations understand this and they use this to their advantage because they are in the business of profit 
and they can provide us with goods and services we need. But at the end of the day, they need to make a profit. Businesses do need a way to get above all the noise and advertising is not a bad thing. But we as consumers need to find ways to remove the effects of advertising so that we aren't just spending every single dime we have on things we don't need. So hope this is helpful to you. Please let me know. Reach out to the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps. And if you haven't already, join the October Meditation Challenge. Uh, We're doing the second week right now, and I'd love to have you be a part of that. For more information, head over to Instagram at Tiny Leaps. Thank you so much. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. (laughs) 